Welcome to Had a Magical Day, the podcast about Disney parks that's like taking a vacation in the middle of your day. Hello and welcome to another episode of Had a Magical Day. I am your host, Scott, and I'm here with my co-host, Andrea. Say hi, Andrea. Hello. Hello. And today we have a special guest, our friend, uh, Julie Kay. Hello, Julie. Hi. Glad to be here. No, thanks for being on the show. So Andrea, who's always trying to keep things interesting on the show, suggested we have somebody on the show who doesn't like Disney parks. And so that's why we called on our friend Julie. Uh, just for our listeners, who mostly are Disney park fans, I want to let them know that Julie's actually a very nice person, <laughs> very smart and fun and a good cook. So don't hate on Julie just because she doesn't like Disney. That's our job. We will do we will do that during the, the episode. I, I'd like to think of this as more investigative. We're gonna investigate why somebody doesn't like Disney. So that, Yeah, it's like an unsolved mystery. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. All right. So Julie, tell us about the first time you went to Disney and why you went and your feelings even before you went to the park. So so I just I wanna preface this. The fact that I've actually, like, I don't have a bad time when I go there. It's more the principle of, it's the principle of Disney that I'm morally opposed to. Tell us more. What what specifically are you opposed to about Um, Disney? And well, I will say I have been there five times. So I don't not go to Disney when I'm forced to go to Disney World. (laughs) So the, f- the first time I went there, I was a child, so I didn't really have a lot of opportunity to not go to Disney World. Um, but I definitely was not um, overly excited about it. Like it wasn't my dream vacation as a child to go to Disney World. I didn't even know anything about it because back in the day when I was a child, it wasn't so grossly over commercialized and thrown in everybody's face about what a magical place it is. Mm. So why were you going? Was the rest of the family wanted to go? Yeah, we all, it was like the only family vacation that we took ever that I can remember until I was in high school. And then we went to Hawaii, but to visit family because my family's from Hawaii. This is the only time we ever went anywhere that wasn't my grandmother's house in New Hampshire. So why, why did you go? Did your parents think like, all right, this is probably what we should do? Was there a sibling clamoring for this? What was the motivation? I have no idea. It was, it was random out of the blue. We got it for Christmas. It was like our Christmas present. Wow. So, so I'm sure. That was for you. You didn't get a gift and you had to go someplace you didn't like. Yeah. But I mean, I didn't really not like it. I was in fifth grade. I didn't really necessarily like, no, I didn't like it this is more of an an adult dislike an unacquired taste perhaps um but i mean it it was fine as a child we went there we went to the magic kingdom we stayed in a hotel outside of disney world so we were we didn't have a lot of money like growing up so this was probably my parents like dream or big treat i i don't even know what this was but we stayed in the 1776 Inn. I don't know that it is still there and it was dirty. And there were like five of us, you know, my parents and I have a brother and sister. And there was an 
empty bag of potato chips under the bed. And one of those like polyester gross bedspreads that you see in like Motel 6. And like, that's what, what ingrained in my brain from that whole entire trip, the grossness of the hotel room, which I'm sure my parents did the best that they, they could, like, how would they know what this was? And then like taking a rental car to the vast, vast parking lots at Disney World and having to wait for that little shuttle train thing and knowing we parked in like Donald Duck six. <laughs> it was, you know, hot, a long wait to get there. Yeah, and it was fine. And, but we went on like the same rides that you could go on at like Canopy Lake Park, like teacups, sure. Dumbo, but I mean, they had a comparable ride at Canopy. You could just drive up there, not even an hour away, 20 bucks, maybe <laughs> back in the day, it was probably like $10. But what about the other ride? Like they don't have, they didn't have anything like the Honda mansion or Pirates of the Caribbean or a space. Yeah, Mountain. We went on that. Like that. It's a small world, you so, know, these so fake you, little dolls. So as a child, you were just not, you weren't having this. You're like, all right, I see what's going on. This isn't great. This is not for me. Is that. Yeah, it was like so artificial and unreal. And granted the technology and it's like clean and perfect and everybody is so happy. And <laughs> it's, it was just so grossly fake that I could not get on board with it. I, I just didn't fall for it. All right. So fifth grade, Julie's like, no, I see what's going on here. I'm not interested. No, thank you. All right. Yeah. I, can, I can respect that. Mm -hmm. I to tell you the first time I went to Disney as an adult was with my daughter she was about three or four and we we're like well this is I guess what we're supposed to do so let's do this and I had similar feelings I was kind of like they're manipulating me I see what's going on you know we had a good time it was okay but you know um I remember when we were taking the bus the Magic Express back to the hotel they said something like you know, creating memories for a lifetime. And she's like a little child. And as a parent, I'm like, oh, this is, this is a little manipulation here, Disney. And I, I held that with me. But then we went back again the next time. And I was kind of like, you know what? I'm just going to lean into this. I'm not going to worry about all that other stuff. And that's kind of when I think I changed a little bit of being like, oh, I see the, I see what people are digging this. So really, I think you just have to shut your brain off is is what you got to do, Julie, to enjoy it. But tell us more. Tell us more about. How would you want to like shut your brain off? There's like, joking. and I'm it's like a, a science hub for God's <laughs> sakes. Like you go to Epcot and there's the wave of the future. And when I was little, you know, the future was hydroponics. <laughs> <laughs> it's like just real. Like it wasn't even Jetsons or anything. Yeah. I don't know. I, I just, I, I couldn't, I can't get behind the artificialness of it, the perfection of everything, every tree perfect, every flower in bloom. That, that <laughs> is not, that is not real. And the Disney characters don't even talk. And you know, they have voices because I watched them on TV. <laughs> but if you aren't real, you can just stay at home. <laughs> you don't need to go on vacation for real. You Do you know? want to escape reality, Scott? Or do you really want to embrace it? 
<laughs> I, I think I embrace it enough in my regular everyday life. I think, but it's interesting because I think there's like there's a very thin line, as they say, between love and hate. And especially here, it seems like if you enjoy their ability to create this fake world, even though you know it's fake, but you can say, wow, they do a really good job of making this somewhat realistic. Or on the other side, you can just be focused on the fake part like you are and say, it's just all fake. So what's the point? So it seems like that's kind of the tipping point. It seems like for some people, whether, you know. How are you, you saying that they're making it realistic when it is completely unrealistic? I mean, they do an excellent job. Don't get me wrong. It's clean. Everything is symmetrical. Like, but how is that even a little bit real? Well, I mean, everything's three-dimensional. You can touch it like the main street. It's a, <laughs> it's like a replica of a main street, except it's scaled down to size and they use forced perspective to make it look bigger than it is. So you and I live in the same town. Yes. Does that main street look like our main street? No, but it's not supposed to. This is supposed to be Marceline, Kansas in the 1900s or whatever. Oh, yeah. But I'm just saying like that, the candy store and the ice cream store and the people in the um, barbershop quartet hats. I don't know what you call those things. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. idealized. What do you want? You want them to have like a bank there? Cell <laughs> <Cell> phone store? <laughs> yeah, uh, absolutely. A convenience store, at least. Um, no, I mean, I get, I get the principle of it. It's the happiest place on earth, right? So I went there with my family as a child. My latest trip there was just like a couple years ago, maybe three or four years ago. And I went as an adult with my sister and her family. And those kids, they're in their 20s. They were in their 20s at the time, late 20s. So it was- All adults. Yeah, all adults. My boyfriend came, two of- the my nephew's girlfriends were there we stayed in the animal kingdom in a giant suite with a pool table and we all had our own rooms that's one of the the most expensive properties on disney oh no no doubt and like the giraffes were outside of the balcony you could see the zebras as you had your morning coffee i can also my sister paid for everything so I can only imagine like how much that was. I suppose what, I could Google it. What spurred yeah. that? Was this like a family? Like, was your sister and the adult kids into it? Because I mean, that's like some serious change to schlep everybody my, out. My sister loves Disney World. Ah. She did not as a child. She didn't have, she wasn't walking around dressed like Cinderella all the time. But as an adult, she like loves Disney World. She hasn't gone in a few years, but she and her husband used to go every year. They went there on their honeymoon. They brought their kids there when they were little. Many times they've gone there. Um, they went another time, uh, I think maybe two years ago, just pre-pandemic with their family too. It's the, I just, I don't even, I can't even wrap my head around it. So yeah, if you want to know the cost, I was just looking at this the other day because we're planning a family trip there probably for next year. But the 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 Animal Lodge suite or whatever it was, like two bedrooms overlooking the 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 animals, it was a two thousand a night. We had four bedrooms. Oh, you, that's even even more money then. 
Yeah, we had four bedrooms, and then there was like a pull-out couch too. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so that was probably four grand. All right, so you're hardcore. We're all going down, and so how, did you have fun? Like, was it? A yeah. Good so it was okay. definitely like fun. We had a good time. I love being with the family, but that, and you know, we got the the park hopper passes so we could go to whatever park we wanted to we could get on the bus that like took us there we took this weird old school bus from the airport there like everything was taken care of our luggage disappeared from the airport and showed up miraculously in our room magical express is the bus the old bus (laughs) the magical express i'm I'm sorry that i i haven't (laughs) locked into all the jargon um and like, it was a great time. We went to the water parks. Have you ever, have you been to those water parks? I have not. Yeah, I haven't either. Oh my God. So the what the slide, it's like, it's just 180 degrees straight down. It's unbelievable. I don't even know how you stick to it. Like it's, you're falling straight down. It is the scariest thing. That sounds that like the, the one you were talking about, Andrea, the other day when Katie, yeah. Katie, our previous guest, Katie, had been to the, the water parks. And I think you were comparing it to one at Universal, wasn't it, Andrea? Yeah. That also had a straight drop down. Yes, that you which I refuse to go on because I'm not a crazy person. But um, I wanted to jump in here real oh, quick. Though, but you were talking about Animal Kingdom. I was wondering if you like that more where, you know, the animals are real. It's not it's not fake. I mean, obviously, it's not a real Serengeti. But did you... <laughs> Enjoy that a little bit. You, mean, you like nature and you have a beautiful garden and things. Do you, did you like that, that aspect of it? So again, it's like, I, I'm not oblivious to beauty. So like, it's beautiful down there, but like those, those animals walking around a resort, like that, that's not, that's also not real. I appreciate giraffes, but I don't think they're native to Florida resorts. Um, yeah, it was nice. I don't like listeners. Do not think I'm a horrible, crouchy old lady here. But uh, like, it's beautiful. It's nice. It's clean. It's something that you would never. I would never, unless I went to Africa on safari, see a giraffe out out of the balcony, right out the window. I would never see that or a zebra. But that doesn't make me think that zebras live in Florida outside my house, like. It's still like so fake. All right, so you guys, you did everything. Your family really kind of did it up. And that was the last trip. Now, tell us about the other trips. Had you just gone randomly? So I went twice. My grandparents used to live down in Florida. So I would go and visit them while I was in college on like spring break. Okay. You know, they're like, oh, we should go to Disney World. And I couldn't really not go with them. So now I'm with two older folks walking around Disney world. And they were really mostly interested in like eating and drinking a lot, not really going on rides. So it was like the Epcot world tour there where we could just eat and drink. Um, You're a bit of a foodie. Don't, did you like some of the, the food there? Like that? Oh, it was like a food court. It's well, like, it when you go. If you, yeah. If you go to some of these festivals, you can get some really, really good food. Yeah. I mean, it had the flair. But it's not like going to Chicago and eating at like an authentic German restaurant or, 
going to one of Morimoto's restaurants. This is, this is like food court style international food. It, it reminded me of an airport. Yeah, well, I mean, it is a theme park. So <laughs> you can't kind of go in expecting like Michelin rated experiences here. So I guess, all right, so let's talk a little bit about what else don't you like about it? The animal of it that that's just like this isn't for me i need kind of more authenticity i if i'm eating german food i want to be in germany is that kind of where the dislike is that it's just you just can't you can't get past it i can't get past the dislike and i am um, the fakeness of it and i can't get past the cost of it it costs a hundred and nine dollars a day to get into a Disney World park per person. And that's just the basic ticket. That's not the park hopper. Yeah, the park hopper. That's another $65 if you only want to go there after two o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. It's another $85 if you want to go there all day and like be able to park hop. So and that's, that's not even the food, which is crazy expensive. Of course, for $78 a day, you can get a food plan. Meal plan, yeah. Yeah, where you get a sit-down meal, a quick meal, which, by the way, is chicken fingers at 90% of the quick meal places, or hamburgers or hot dogs, and a snack, which is, you know, they do make good cookies, and there's fruit options for people as well. But I, it's just like, it's so much money to go there, and it costs so much because it's so perfect, and everything is artificial and clean, and there's wild animals roaming around, and, you know, trolleys, and fireworks every night, which, by the way, I love fireworks, and oh. that was probably the highlight of <laughs> the visit, and laser shows, and, um, you know, cleanliness i can't emphasize that enough so plenty this of is, public bathrooms this is how i would kind of defend it and not not that we no, nobody needs to be right or wrong here but it is expensive no doubt but now when we go we open it up and we shut it down so we're 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 looking at like a you know 7 a.m start and we're back at the hotel at like 12 at night so we we're getting our money's worth but the one thing i will say kind of in defense of the expense of it is you can see, you know, maybe not quite a Broadway caliber show, but you can see a really professional musical. You can see wild animals. You can see aquarium stuff. You can go on rides. You can see a parade. You can see fireworks, you know, all within kind of one day. So although expensive, yes, no doubt. I mean, you, you can get a variety of kind of things that you know, and I, like I said, I usually, I go with my daughter and, you know, she's 14 now, but, you know, we, we would go and we'd kind of have all these kind of weird experiences over the course of one day. And then, you know, I would kind of like break that down. It's like, all right, well, if I took her to see a theater production, that would be, you know, even the cheap seats, 30 bucks a ticket. So that's 60 right there. You know, topping off with a trip to the zoo, that's another 20 each. So you kind of, if you think of the money that way, it's a little bit more palatable to me because you know me, I'm really cheap. But um, so that's kind of how I justify the crazy expense of it. But you're right, it is expensive, but you can get a lot out of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and the tickets as expensive as they are, when you, when you buy multiple days, it does get a little cheaper per day as you get three or four day park hoppers. And often they have deals when you combine it with the hotel. So, but still, yeah, it's a very expensive place. There's no doubt about that. And 
But like Andrew says, you're paying, and this is the thing for you, Julia, like you don't like the fakeness. People who like to kind of be immersed in this imaginary world for a day or several days, it's worth the extra money to them because there's no other place where they can get that experience. Traveling is a big priority for me. So um, I look at it as just kind of a, a cost of doing business for myself to kind of be happy. So a good question for you though, where you do travel so much, like some of these experiences that you've had at um, like national monuments or, or a, a destination city that you want to see because there's a lot of history or, um, you know, anywhere that you've just wanted to go Nashville, Tennessee, right. Fun city. Right. Like how do those compare those experiences compare to a day at Disney world with your daughter? So for me, because like, I will seek out going places that I'm interested in, you know, we'll go to Europe, we'll, we'll travel. Um, there's, I can't compare the two because we're going to Disney. We know what we're doing. We're in Disney. We're going to have a good time. We're not, you know, tooling around Rome and we're hundred percent aware of that. So it's kind of like, you know, do I want to read a really nice book or do I want to see Godzilla in 3d? And both of those can be wonderful experiences. It's just, you kind of adjust your mind to what you're doing it for that particular time. So, I, you know. Throw the cost in. Uh, not now a with the cost. The cost doesn't bother me because we have, like I say, I, I'm very kind of precise with things financially. So I look at it as like, this is what it's going to cost, but the value to me is good because we'll have fun. Is it, is it going to the Matterhorn in Switzerland and checking that out? No, but it's a different type of experience. And so I think that's kind of how I, I balance it. Like, I think that you can, I think you can have both worlds, you know, if traveling is important to you. And, I, and for folks that would just go to Disney every year and go no place else, I would say, you know, I don't want to judge you, but you might want to try to expand those horizons a little bit beyond that. But to each their own, Julie. That's the beauty of that. <laughs> exactly. I mean, that's just people have different tastes, right? I mean, some people save up their whole lives because they want to go to Paris. Paris is a big thing for a lot of people. Um, and it's just a choice is what you feel like. You mentioned Nashville. Like, I've been to Nashville. I liked it. But to me, it's just it was it's a, another city, right? It's like, compared to Boston or New York or other places close to where I live. It's just another city. There wasn't that much to it. A lot of bars and music, which I love, but... Would I prefer that to go into Disney World? No, I'd probably prefer Disney World. Uh, but Julie, uh, on a positive note, if there can be, <laughs> like you, you said you, you do like some rides. So what is, what is like your favorite ride or experience there at Disney? Uh, I definitely, I don't remember the name of it, but it was the one where you feel like you're flying. Soaring. Oh, soaring. Yes. Yeah. So I thought that was like super cool. That was a great ride. And of course, you know, it's a small world. That's cute. And, you know, flashes those happy memories and the Pirates of the Caribbean. But yeah, that's it. And again, I don't have like a bad time when I go there. I went there as a, by myself once. Mm -hmm. So I went for, <laughs> Andrea's giving me the eye roll. I know this is a podcast, but um, I can hear it. <laughs> Uh, so I was traveling for work and I went to a convention 
that was hosted in Disney World. So I stayed again in the park at the Contemporary, which at the time was not even contemporary. It was definitely like 80s. And this was the aughts, I think we used to call them. Um, not contemporary, but a beautiful hotel, very nice in the park, could get on the monorail in the lobby of the park and get right into Disney World. Do you know how much fun going to Disney World by yourself is? None. <laughs> <Maybe fun. laughs> <laughs> that, that is not, that's not a place for single ladies um, <laughs> on your own. But yeah, that, that, that was traumatic, actually. Why would that did? What happened while you were by yourself there? It was just like the way people look at the freaky single lady walking around Disney World all by herself. People pulling their kids away from me on the rides. Like, oh, really? what is this lady doing here? Yeah. Um, yeah, it was traumatic. That is not a place to go on your own. And there, there are a lot of conventions there, a lot of business people there. So they should mm -hmm. have special park hours, maybe for single people. Maybe that's, it should be like Whole Foods uh, at four o'clock. Disney should capitalize on this and create like a single Disney. They have it, downtown Disney. Have no, you no. been to downtown Disney? That's like a. Yes. Well, yeah, but that's different. But the, and within the parks, like, hey, like a Disney um, Tinder. And it could be platonic or grinder or whatever. Meet other singles at Disney and maybe some new friendships would form. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, su I'm surprised they haven't done something like that. We, yeah, I think I we think brought this up at a previous episode. Yeah, they should have like at least a dating app for They could for call it Dinder, huh? There you go. Well, yeah. Better trademark that before we air this episode. Write that down. Ask you, have, you, have you made your feelings known to your family? Because it seems like- oh, you know, yeah. Okay, but the kid and I advocated go. for a family vacation that was not at Disney World, but mm. you know my sister was pretty insistent. She loves Disney World. It was sort of her celebration to go there, so and we all went. Once you're there, are you like, do you get into it at all, or are you just kind of side eyeing it the whole time? No, like I have fun. I'm not going to not have fun. I go on all the rides. I wait in the line. I don't stand there and complain and moan the whole time it's enjoyable I like being with my family and so so that was you know it was a it was a really nice trip that I'm gonna remember for like my whole life but it just wouldn't be you know. your top pick yeah and it was the time spent with my family I'm not gonna remember being on a ride in Disney it's going to be when we were sitting around arguing about where we were going to go and have dinner, <laughs> like, because nobody wanted to eat. Um, there were like two West African or African restaurants in the, in, um, the, yeah. And you know, that food wasn't appealing to my nephews, but those were the sit down restaurants and like the choices that we had, we had and so the arguments over whether or not we should order pizza instead <laughs> which given the amount of money that we had already spent on meal plans I was not going to allow that to happen <laughs> um, but I mean those are the things that I remember or you know you know being there with people that I enjoy being with but I could I had equally as good of a time at the Arkansas State Fair. 
because I was also with people that I enjoyed. There were plenty of sights to see. (laughs) (laughs) Plenty of rides. But I think that's the thing. In In a perfect world, we can go to the Arkansas State Fair. We can go to Disney World. See, there's there's room for everybody. All right. Well, I think that uh, about does it. Thank you for being our guest, Julie. Okay. Well, thank you for having me. Well, All right. You. Well, thank you. And uh, how do we end the show there, Andrea? What well, do we say? We all like to end it, and, and we'd like you to join in with us. We always end the show this very special way. And um, we'll, you'll, we'll start to say it. I think you'll probably know what we're talking about, and then you'll just join in with us. And it, it always works tremendously. See, See you real soon. Real soon. Oh boy. Oh.